0: Hello, all. Welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mayla. I'm gonna be honest, I recorded the first five minutes of this episode and I just deleted it because I felt like I didn't sound like myself. I, I don't know, the way I was talking, the things I was saying, it just didn't sound like me. And I think maybe it's because... I'm a little preoccupied with school and extracurriculars, and I just have a lot going on. But I'm also recording in my room, and I'm one of those people that once I do something, I like to always do it. I like to make it a habit. So, for example, when I sit somewhere at school, I always like to sit in that chair every day after that. Or when I sit somewhere to study, I like to make that a habit. I like to go there every day or every other day or whatever. Like with my podcast, I don't like doing sporadic episodes. I like doing it every other Sunday. So I'm just one of those people. So because I'm recording in my room today for... It's a long story, but I can't record where I normally do. So it's a little weird sitting at my desk recording because I don't ever record here. So... I hope I sound like more like myself and I don't keep sounding so weird. I don't know. I just feel like I'm sounding really weird to me, but I don't know. But school has started. If you guys listen to my back to school episode or you need some motivation or advice for back to school, you could check that episode out. But I honestly can't say whether school is as bad or junior year is as bad as I think it's going to be even though i'm trying to work on being a more optimistic person um let's just say school is hard but i know i'm going to adapt because that's what i did last year and everything's going to work out and i honestly don't want to talk about school because talking about school just makes me it honestly makes me feel so stressed it feels like a layer of stress is like settling over me like a cloak like a heavy cloak i don't know there's a simile for you for the day But I have been listening to a lot of music to try to calm myself down when I get stressed and I think Recognizing when you're stressed and recognizing what mechanisms or what coping strategies you have When you're stressed that can help you is really important. So For me, that's listening to music. You guys know I love making playlists and I love having playlists for every occasion So I made this august playlist that I can listen to when i'm driving or when i'm doing my homework because august i feel like it's just this weird month. For me, summer is only the end of may, june and july and the beginning of august because once school starts, that's not summer anymore. Even though it's still august, it doesn't feel like summer to me because summertime one of the specific attributes that goes with it is that there's a lack of school. You don't have school in the summer. So, Yeah, I guess I just had to make an individual playlist for August because September and October, those are the fall months in November. But August isn't fall, but I don't consider it summer because of school, so I just made its own playlist. It's kind of its own miniature season in my eyes, and I really like it. I mean, it's one of my favorite playlists I've ever made. I'm so obsessed with this playlist. And I also updated my top 10 favorite songs in order, It changes basically every day, but I updated it yesterday, 8.27, which was a Saturday. So, here are my top 10 favorite songs right now in order. What Once Was by HERS. I love this song, and my friend told me that they died in a car crash, like HERS, the band, and I was so sad because I was actually thinking about, when is HERS going to release another album? And that's just really sad. The next song is Looking Out For You by Joy Again. Words cannot express how much I love the line, of, of the line in this song. This is a love song for a girl who will never know it's about her. Every time they say that line, I literally just, I don't know what it is, but it's such a good line. I feel like sometimes you can't express how much you love something. You just, you love it and it's too difficult to express. That's that line in that song for me. Then Fade Into You by Mozzie Starr. This song is one of my like all time, all time top 10 favorites. I love Fade Into You and I was re-watching Gilmore Girls because now that school started, I've been watching Gilmore Girls all over again. I love Gilmore Girls. It's one of my favorite shows. My favorite shows are Stranger Things and Gilmore Girls, but when Rory is at the dance in her... I don't know what year it was, sophomore year, but it's like the season one and she goes to the dance with Dean. They play Fade Into You in the background and I, I just took that as a sign from the universe. I was like, this is a sign. This is my favorite song playing in the background on my favorite show and I never noticed this song before. And you know what? I'm the kind of person who likes to say, this is a sign from the universe. So that's definitely a sign in my opinion. The next song is New Flesh by Current Joy's then Bags by Claro, Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear, New Person, Same Old Mistakes by Tame and Paula, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, In the Night by the Weekend, and Dark Red by Steve Lacey. In the or I was gonna say in the weekend. <laughs> the weekend I really like his music, but I'm not a diehard fan, and I wanted to go to his concert, but I feel like when you go to concerts, I don't like how it feels like you have to be a diehard fan. Like I enjoy Harry Styles' music, but because I feel like all the people at his concerts are diehard fans, I would never go to his concert. And maybe that's just me overthinking things, but personally that's why I wouldn't have gone to his concert. Also, I don't I don't handle like big, big crowds like that very well. I just get claustrophobic. I don't know. That's just me. But yeah, those are my top ten favorite songs right now. But enough of me blabbing on the biggest thing I wanted to talk about in today's episode, or the main subject of today's episode, I should say. I want to talk about goal setting and how to set a goal. Because I feel like we hear this throughout school and in the workplace, and people are just telling you the same thing. If you've ever heard the acronym SMART goal before, you know you're like, oh my god, I've heard about this every year of my life. Specific, measurable, attainable, I don't know what the R stands for, and time something. That's what SMART goals are, and I hated, I hated, hated, hated every time in school when we would have to be like, okay, make a SMART goal for, one goal for school, one goal for out of school, because it just felt so forced, you know? Like, I don't want to share my goals with my teachers Or other people because that's something personal to me and you know I don't want to be graded on my goal because it's a personal goal so personally I never liked making goals in school or I never liked that acronym but I feel like I was never taught otherwise how to set a goal for myself or how to get things done because people kind of just expect that's something you should know And I've actually struggled with this a lot, and maybe you're like me and you struggle with setting goals for yourself as well. So, if that's the case, I'm hoping this episode can help you because this is the one year, or almost one year, 364-day anniversary since I started this podcast. My very first episode, not including my introduction episode, was on Sunday, August 29th, 2021. I was about to say 2022. So in honor of this one-year anniversary of my podcast, I wanted to talk about goal setting because making a podcast was a goal for me for a long time, and it took a while to get here. And I would say that this is the biggest goal I've ever achieved in my whole life. And maybe that sounds silly to you, like the biggest goal you've ever achieved is making a podcast, but yeah, for me. That is my biggest goal because I have a lot of trouble following through with goals. So the fact that I could follow through with a goal and I could keep doing it because I enjoy it means a lot to me and I want to help other people who are struggling to set goals or who may want to also set goals but they don't know how to get started exactly. So that's kind of the inspiration behind this episode and I think I'm just going to start off talking... About the process for setting a goal for yourself because it is a process. It's a a mental process and then it's a physical process because you have to actually start taking actions to achieve said goal. But the main thing where you need to start off with is decide what is it exactly that you want to achieve? And more importantly, what is the reason behind it? So let's say you want to lose weight or you want to get in shape. What is the reason behind wanting to lose weight? Do you want to look good on the outside or do you want to be more healthy or do you want to feel good about yourself, feel like, you know, I'm taking care of my body or is it a mixture of these reasons? Because when you think about the reason, that can help you identify is this goal really for a good reason? Like, is the only reason I want to lose weight just so I can look good because You know, if I look good, maybe to you, you say, I look good, that makes me feel good. But maybe you're also thinking, well, if I look good, then other people will notice as well. And that's not a good reason for having a goal. It should be something, at least part of the reason, should be for yourself. I actually think, you know, the majority of a reason you are setting a goal for yourself should be for yourself. So if your goal is I want to lose weight, kind of questioning the reason behind that is really important. It can help you identify, is this goal actually good for me or does it have kind of some underlying bad intentions behind it? Because sometimes our goals are done to make someone else happy and you never want to set a goal for someone else because it's you putting in the work, it's you putting in the effort, and it's you... and it's you who should reap the benefits. The hardest part about setting a goal for yourself is actually working up the courage to begin. And I have a story about this, let me tell you. I had been wanting to create a podcast, and I think I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I never really fully went into depth about this process of creating a podcast and working up the courage to start creating it. So I had been wanting to create a podcast, I would say around April or May of 2021, and I didn't end up creating it until August 2021. So you may be thinking, you know, how many months is that? That's like three to four months where you could have had to create it and it took a long time To create it, like what's going on in those three to four months? Well, let me tell you what was going on. What was going on was that all of these underlying anxieties, all of my bad habits of overthinking were all surfacing and they were all coming at me all at once. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this because I had all these anxieties about, you know, would, how would I set up my podcast? Like, would the microphone work? What if I can't even record it? What if I can't figure it out? What if people don't listen to my episodes? What if people make fun of me? What if I don't know what to talk about or I can't talk for an extended period of time? All of these worries were just surfacing and bubbling up and I think that was the biggest thing that stopped me from actually creating a podcast. That was actually the only thing that stopped me. It was my own thoughts, my own anxieties. No one else told me you know, your podcast is going to fail. That was all me. So what I did was I like, was, I was like, I need motivation from other people or I need motivation from outside sources because I don't think I can do this myself. So I was at Barnes and Noble and I had been seeing on social media this book called Do It For Yourself. And this book is very aesthetically pleasing, I will say. If you Google it, you're going to be like, yep. I can see why, I can see why a teenage girl may want that because it is very aesthetically pleasing and I still have it in my room even though I don't use it anymore. But I saw this in Barnes & Noble and I was like, you know what, maybe I should buy this because the book is designed to help you achieve a goal through different writing prompts and it forces you to write down, okay, here's what I'm going to do today to achieve that goal. So the whole purpose behind the book is you're Accomplishing a goal for yourself, hence the title. So, I bought this book because I was like, I need some more motivation. And I was doing this book, and to do, when I was doing this book and writing in the prompts and stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm moving towards achieving my goal. And it made me feel like I was doing something to achieve my goal. But was I really? No. I was just prolonging the anxieties, or I was not prolonging, I was procrastinating, and I was trying to put off actually starting to create the podcast, because writing prompts in a motivational book, you know, that's great to do on my own time while I'm creating the podcast, but to just do it, to just put off creating the podcast and give me a little more time to let those anxieties keep on bubbling in my brain that wasn't good. And, you know, maybe you're like that. You always procrastinate, especially if it's a big task or a big project you have to take on. You know what? I relate to that. That's exactly what I did. But all of these worries in my head weren't helping me. And this book only made the process seem all the more extreme. I was like, oh my god, this is such a big task and I need a book to try to tackle it. And I was just working it up over and over again because I wasn't actually getting started. And when these worries and anxieties build up, we start to underestimate our own abilities and the process it will take to achieve our goal. We start to underestimate what we are capable of. I was fully capable of doing these little steps to create my podcast. I was fully capable of creating a social media for it and creating content and talking for an extended period of time. But because I was putting off this process of actually sitting down and beginning to work, I was just letting all these anxieties just run rampant in my head and it wasn't good. So I think that's honestly the biggest or the hardest thing for me about getting started with a goal is the pre-goal period, the anxiety period. And something to help with that, if you're struggling with that too, break that goal into smaller pieces. Because when you have this giant looming goal in front of you, you're like, oh my God, that is a lot to do at once. And I don't know if I can do it. So break it up, break it up into smaller pieces. Treat it like a checklist. And I was talking about this in my last episode back to school Because I have the same thing when I have goals for school, when I have to get homework done. I have the same mental process. I work it up in my mind to become something it's not. So let's stop that. Let's stop working something up in our mind and making it bigger than it seems. Let's break it up into small goals and take it for what it really is. So if you're like, Mela, I have no idea what you're saying. You're blabbing on and on. You're saying the same thing over and over again. Hello, welcome to my podcast. But let's break it up. Let's give an example so you guys actually know what I'm saying. So my big goal was to create my podcast. That's the overarching goal that I wanted to do. Well, create my podcast is really open-ended. There's a lot of things that go into creating a podcast. Maybe your big goal is to move houses. There's a lot of things that go into moving into a different house. Maybe your big goal is to get into a certain college. Well, there's a lot of different pieces that go into applying, or not applying to one of those pieces, but into being accepted to that college. So let's break it up into smaller little goals. The little goals add up to the big goal. So my big goal is creating my podcast. What are the things I need to do to get there? Well, number one, I needed to choose a name. And I think ordering it based on... Chronological order, like things you need to do first, and then things that can be put at the end, is really helpful as well. I don't know if that's necessarily considered chronological order, but you get what I mean. So the first thing I needed to do was choose a name. Okay, that's a small thing I can do. Next, I needed to make cover art. And honestly, those two things took me the longest to do because of how indecisive I am. I mean, I had so many podcast name ideas. Let me tell you some of the names. Some of my names I had, this is going to sound so funny. I'm actually just going to read this list. Tire takes on life. Talks for the mind. This is a sign. Mela's monologue on life. Monologues with Mela. Mela's moments of truth. The Realization Project, I really liked The Realization Project, I think the only reason I didn't do it was because someone else already had that name, I'm not sure. Moments of Realization with Mela, Montage of Life, Montage of Realizations. To sum it up, I really like to sum it up too, but it sounds a little too mathy to me. Expect everything, and anything in between, and everything in between. So, we kind of arrived at an everything in between after all those names, which is why it took me so long to think of the name. Also, because I was like, oh my god, the name for my podcast, this is the biggest thing in the whole world. It's really not. Making the cover art, it took me forever to decide the different colors I was going to use. I designed it myself with, um, that's a website, Adobe Express, or Adobe Express, I don't know if I said Adobe. Um... It's like this online photo or like graphic editing tool. And it's really helpful. Um, I actually use it to make other informational posts because I'm a publicity officer for a student organization at my school. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. Make the cover art, that took me a long time because of the color scheme and the fonts and the font size and the design. Find a platform to host it on. Um, I chose Anchor by Spotify make the social media. I'm honestly so bad at updating my podcast social media. I just think because I don't know. I I don't know why. I just don't have the energy to do it, so I just don't. (laughs) Anyways, buy a microphone, install recording software. I was really worried about the recording software because I was like, how am I going to record my podcast? I don't know how to do this, and I was acting like I had never used a computer before and I had never worked out a problem on a computer before my whole life when that's basically all I do because in my family, every time my parents have a question about a computer, they ask me because I'm good at searching up how to fix blah 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 that's wrong with my Mac and watching YouTube videos and then doing the same thing. So they think I'm some technological genius when really I just am good at googling things and trying it on my own. Again, getting off topic. So, buying a microphone, then installing recording software, and then setting everything up. By setting everything up, I mean, you know, figuring out how am I going to plug my microphone into the computer, how am I going to get the sound just right, And I'm remembering more things now that I talk about it. How am I going to eliminate the background noise? I had to play around a lot with the software I use. And the software I use is Audacity because it's free. And it's really easy to use. But it looked a little intimidating at first. I was like, oh no, this is actual recording software. I'm not some technological person. I don't do coding in my free time. But the more I experimented with Audacity and... I just tinkered around with it. I was able to figure out how to work it better. So honestly, problem solving and just getting started, diving head in, head in, diving head first is one of the biggest steps you can take. And it's very helpful when you're just like, you know what, let me just just figure out how to do this. I'm just, I don't know how to do it, but I'm gonna figure it out. Once you tell yourself that, Once you tell yourself, I'm going to work this out, I'm going to figure it out, I'm going to do this, it becomes so much easier to just get started. And then the last thing on my small checklist was record my introduction episode. Oh, actually, no. When I had to set it up on Anchor, I also had to write a description for it, and I was like, what am I going to say to describe this podcast? But luckily... I am pretty good at creating descriptions for things just because I'm good at writing overall. So I think that definitely helped. That skill definitely came in handy. But then recording my intro episode was the last thing I had to do. So now you're like, okay, you said like 25 steps that you had to do. That sounds overwhelming. Well, 25 different things is going to sound overwhelming unless you break it down. Don't think about the 25 things you have to do to accomplish this one big goal. Think about the first thing you have to do. How will I do the first thing? Okay, that's done. We're not even worrying about the second, third, fourth, etc. things. We're only worrying about the very first thing. And for me, that was extremely helpful once I realized that. And I've been trying to do that more now. Like When I have goals, um, I was talking to you guys last episode about how I use Notion and on Notion, I literally have a section called Goals. And I have steps to achieve these goals, baby steps. And once I break it down into baby steps, it's like, oh, this isn't actually so bad. Because they're just a bunch of small to-do lists. Small to check thing. What am I saying? Small things on my to-do list that I need to check off. It becomes a lot easier. So... After each checklist goal, something I've also found, maybe I actually didn't do this, but it makes sense that it would work for other people, reward yourself. And when I say reward yourself, maybe go buy yourself some candy or go watch an episode of your favorite TV show. Take a break from your responsibilities and just chill. That's a reward to yourself. And this can be applied to anything you're doing, homework, work. I don't know what else, but give yourself a break and treat that as a small reward for yourself. Affirmations are also a really great reward. Just saying, I did this. I can do this. I accomplished this. Look how good I am at blah, blah, blah. Look how good I am at X, Y, and Z. And affirmations are going to help push you forward and it's going to reinforce this positive attitude, this outlook that I can do it because look at all the things I've done before. It's easier to do these little things at one time or at a time than to only see this giant task looming in front of us. And another thing to keep in mind that I haven't really talked about, but it's also really important to remember is that your goals or your mini goals, I should say, they need to be specific and they need to be time-oriented. So, for example, if my big goal was to create my podcast by the end of the summer, first of all, I'm attaching a time to my big goal. That's the biggest thing. I forgot to mention this. If you have a big goal, everything needs a timestamp stamp on it because create my podcast, you're not going to do it if you just say create my podcast or get in shape. It needs to be specific. So, Create my podcast by the end of the summer. More specifically, create my podcast by August and give a date. That way you have a specific date you can attach to a calendar. So every time you think of that date, you think of the goal that you need to do. So if your goal is to get in shape, well, what do you mean by get in shape? Do you want to be able to run five miles without stopping? Do you want to be able to do 35 push-ups? Do you want to just lose a certain amount of weight? Do you want to gain weight? How much weight? So just attaching these specific little details is going to help hold you accountable. And attaching a time frame is the the most important thing. If you have no details, you just say, lose weight. Okay, whatever. But it needs to have a time, fr- time frame. So... Lose five pounds by blah blah blah, and give a date for yourself. That way, you can hold yourself accountable. Holding yourself accountable in goal counting is really important. So, when you have a specific, time-oriented frame for your big goal, it's important to also have those for your little goals. So, like I said, I needed to, I needed to choose a name for my podcast. So, I forget the exact date. I think I might have written it down in my book, my, what was it called? Do it for yourself book, but I don't have it with me right now. It's I love how I'm saying I don't have it with me right now. It's actually two feet away from me on my nightstand, but I don't feel like going up to get it. So, choose a name. Let's say I said by July 3rd, then I needed to... Make my cover art by July sixth. So attaching those dates are like little mini deadlines. And deadlines sounds like a scary word. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I know when we hear the word deadline, we're like, oh no, I have to do this giant scary assignment by this date, and it's going to be one hundred thousand percent of my grade. Oh my god. But don't think of dead. Don't think of deadline as something. So terrifying and gigantic, and like oh, oh my god, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get this done. Just think of it as a reminder as a reminder, hey, you should have this done by now, but you're not going to go to prison if you don't have your podcast name by July 3rd. Nothing bad is gonna happen, but it will hold you accountable. It's this whole idea hold yourself accountable, also, just start. Just start making the podcast. Just start working out. Just start exploring a new hobby. Because you have nothing to lose if it goes south or if you get stuck. You have nothing to lose. Just start it. Once you start, those anxieties are going to start to go away more and more until you finish the goal and you're like, hey, that wasn't half as bad as I thought it was going to be. You just have to start. And I know it's easier said than done, but you really have to get out of your head and just get started with it. Another thing to keep in mind that I also struggle with, make sure your goal isn't too big. So one of my goals is to write a novel and I actually came up with this plot line that I really liked, but I stopped writing it because the goal was too big and I didn't make it specific enough. I didn't Put a time frame on it. So breaking that goal down to make it not so big and making those steps. Example, writing 20 pages of the novel by this date seems easier to achieve. It makes your brain think it's easier to achieve. When your brain thinks something's easier to achieve, you're going to have more motivation to do it. So just breaking those goals down, even if it's a really big goal, is really, really important. Another thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about that definitely wasn't mentioned in that stupid SMART goal acronym. Okay, it's not stupid, but I just don't like making SMART goals because it feels like homework. But tell people about your goals. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your grandparents, tell your coworker, tell your teacher, tell someone. Tell someone about your goal so that they can motivate you and that they can say, hey, how are you doing with that? And they can help hold you accountable. Hey, how are you doing with your going to sleep by 8 a.m.? I mean, (laughs) what am I saying? Go to sleep by 8 p.m. every day. How's that going for you? And you're like, oh, I forgot about that. But thanks for reminding me. So at least someone's there to remind you. And sometimes we need those outside people to motivate us. We need someone else to tell us, you know what? You're doing great. Keep going. And maybe if you believe in signs from the universe, me saying, keep going, you can do it. You are going to accomplish this goal. Maybe that's your sign. Take it, take it as you will. I feel like the second hardest part of creating a goal is that you give up on it. And when I say you give up on it, I'm basically writing a letter to myself, Mela, do you remember all the times you've given up on those goals? If you really want something, if you really want to accomplish something, you won't give up. You just won't give up. And I know that's a little blunt, and maybe you're disagreeing with that, but I just, in my opinion, I feel like if I really wanted to write this short story, then I wouldn't have stopped writing it. So sometimes you have to ask yourself, you know, do I really want this? Am I really willing to work for this? Because goals should be challenging. And you're going to have to ask yourself, is that something you really want to devote your time to and to devote your energy to? You're going to have to make time for your goals. You're going to have to prioritize it. If it's something you really want, you need to take measures to put it into action even working 10 minutes a day at your goal chips away but if you just actively have time and you don't use it to work on that goal you know do you really want it or are you really wor- willing to work for it sometimes we're just like you know what, it's too much work i don't want to do it but think of the end result think of what you're going to, what you're going to gain from accomplishing this goal maybe that will help you push forward don't take a break And I know this is like, you're like, okay, who are you, life coach? But honestly, if you're doing, trying to accomplish a goal and you take a break, that break just stretches on and on and on. I mean, you have to devote time every day, even five minutes. But don't not work on it at all because then it's really hard to get back into it. It's like working out every day and then you take a break for a week and your muscles are not used to what you did before they're not used to the strenuous activity and it becomes hard again it becomes harder to get back into and so then you just stop doing it and then it's the next time you want to try it again well now your muscles are even are in even worse shape and it's even harder to get back into the activity so Just don't take a break. Really try not to. Try to work at it every day, even if it's just a few minutes. The last thing I want to talk about in this episode is the difference between goals and aspirations, because it's good to have a balance of both things. Aspirations, these aren't concrete. These are just things that you want to happen sometime in the future. You don't know when, you don't know how they're going to happen, you just want them to happen. So an example may be, what do you want to do as a career? where you want to live, where you want to travel to, who you want to meet, all of these things are just brief floating clouds that someday you'll maybe reach, someday you'll maybe touch, but you don't have an exact plan to get there. So my aspirations are maybe live in Massachusetts one day because I really like Boston and I really like the different cities there. Maybe work in publishing or writing or the fashion field maybe go to France, Germany, Italy, and other European countries, take a tour, not a tour, but like take a, what is the word I'm looking for? Take a, I guess, trip, I guess, through all these different European countries. Those are things that I want to do. Those are my aspirations, but I don't really have a plan to get there. Goals are aspirations with a plan. And having too many goals isn't good. You want to have one at a time. I think, in my opinion, I can't work on five different projects at one time. Five different goals. Stick to one thing that you really want. Again, make sure it's something for you. Question the reason behind it. Is it for you? Is it for someone else? It should be for you. And stick with that goal. Go one at a time. Because it will pay off in the end. and. I wish I had had this podcast episode when I was making my podcast, and I wish I had known these things when I was making this podcast, because I would have been able to accomplish it a lot sooner if my worries and anxieties hadn't gotten in the way. So hopefully this episode has helped you, and maybe this is just the motivation you need to get started with a goal of your own. So just keep some of these tips I've said in mind. If you find they're not helpful to you, don't do them. But for me personally, I feel like these tips have helped me with other goals in my life and they've helped me accomplish other things. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time.